Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, today we are shouting out to Washington, D.C. Thank you so much, Washington, D.C., for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Please keep it up. We are so excited. We've got a lot of new listeners. Please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. You can go to our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. You can email us at drdrjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call us at 251-244-4645. We have a Twitter. We have a Facebook page, Grace in the Shadows. So lots of different ways to get in touch with us. We would love to be in touch, know where you're listening from, what your favorite episode is, all the things. And if you are a loved one or in need of counseling, please reach out for that as Pastoral well. Counseling. Pastoral counseling. Yes, yes, yes. So please reach out. We would love to hear from you. It is Friday for us. We survived the week. Um, it was a long week, but we survived it. So we are ready to talk to you today. And we got a, a, a new car. We did. And we call her Big, Big Red. Red. We're so excited. She's a happy call. We love uh, Volkswagen Beetle convertibles. And we were in an accident and the, the black one was total. But now we have a red one and it's happy. It's very happy. And everybody says, oh, Cheaper you're gas. well, true. Everybody says, oh, you shouldn't get a red car. You're going to get pulled over. But I drive like a grandma. So I think I'll be okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Some interesting facts. You got some fun facts for us today. All right. Okay. Talk about making a splash. You'll produce enough saliva in your lifetime to fill two swimming pools. Now, that is that's pretty disgusting. gross. Okay. That's just gross. You ever, you know, you have those teachers that you never want to sit in the front row because they would spit. I had a couple. I gave me Did a shower every morning. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to, I, you know, I was very studious. So I would sit in the front row, but those people, I didn't really want to sit in the front row. I don't blame you. Yeah. Two, sweat, just, two swimming pools. Now, who actually measured that? There's another one again. Who measured? There is somebody that's measuring this stuff. That's some. Mm, he's, okay. he's collecting it. He's just, I have no clue. I mean, do they fill a pool with saliva? This is from Scary Mama's Weird Facts. Okay. So she is 100% correct, whoever she is, Scary Mama. All right, Scary Mama. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Dr. Think, J? Yeah. Uh, the nose knows. Uh-oh. In fact, it can remember 50,000 different scents. Okay. But but she gets your nose. Like, if you go to smell perfume mm-hmm. or you're at um, the counter smelling aftershave, your nose, I've heard it can go nose blind. But now you're telling me that it can remember 50,000. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Okay. Interesting. You got anything else? I'll do one more. Today. Okay. One more. Yes. yes. All right. The surface area of both lungs is roughly the same size as a tennis court. What on earth? Yeah. The surface area. And that is, you know, we're listening to this, and I remember this way back when and when I learned facts in school that okay. weren't, weren't really important except for Jeopardy. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, this just tells us, once again, the glory of God. Right. I mean, if we just evolved from little blob mm-hmm. of uh, protoplasm from a rock, a lava, mm-hmm. that came became a fish, that the fish became grow legs, and mm-hmm. over a billion years, all of a sudden popped up with a backbone and, and, and decided to walk... <laughs> Maybe he hopped around a little bit. And yeah, that, right. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, well, I guess my whole point is this. God knows what he's doing. We have well, a creator. Well, he does. That is interesting. Though. So the, basically they're saying that they took your lungs and they spread them all yes. out. Yes. As a tennis court. That is interesting. Yep. All right. And, I, you know, there's one, and I don't know, it's been a long time when I had explained, but if they took all your arteries and put them together, it would uh-huh. go to the moon and back. Uh-uh. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That is amazing. All right, cool. Well, let us know which one of those facts you really liked. We would love to hear from you. It is Christmas season, the Christmas season. Are you having a, I am, I, I will admit, I'm having a hard time this year getting into the spirit of Christmas. And it's sad. It makes me sad. Anybody else? Are you, any of you having that issue as well? Man, I love Christmas music, love listening to it, but I just, I haven't decorated. Humbug. I know. And I don't know. I'm just. My you, best friend is the Grinch. Oh, you sound your best friend. You're my best friend, but he's yes. like my best, best friend that's. Oh, Next to my best friend. I thought you were saying that I was the Grinch and I was your best friend. Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could be too. I okay, mean, all right. Yeah, I'll take well, the yeah. Fifth of yeah. Okay. Well, I was really impressed with that. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on. What are we talking about today? Talking about today. You know, Psalm thirty-seven answers tends to. We tend to think that when we question God, mm-hmm. that we're the only ones that ever have. Uh, we feel that way though. When you're when you're questioning God, you feel like, "Am I the only one? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that's ever questioned Him?" But you're not. And a lot of times, the question from the believer is, "Why?" You know, you have unbelievers, you have unrighteous people, right? That are wicked, and, and there's more and more today. And I think more, whether it's yeah. the workplace, right. and business, mm-hmm. and politics in the yeah. world, of society, right? That are living their life and they eat, drink, and be merry. They're making lots of money. They're living on the uh, high on the hog. Mm-hmm. They're, and I think um, it's easy to ask why. It is. It's very easy to ask why. Definitely. Well, Job answers why. The, the book of Job is mm-hmm. the oldest book in the Bible. Yes. It was written by a godly man over four thousand years ago, but named wow. Job. Uh huh. And he asks these questions in Job chapter 21. He says, why do the wicked live and become old? Yes, become mighty in power. Their descendants are established with them in their sight. Their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear. Neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull breeds without failure. Their calves without miscarriage. They send forth their little one like a flock and their children dance they sing to the tabernacle and harp, rejoice to the sound of flute. They spend their days in wealth and in the moment go down to the grave. Yet they say to God, depart from us. If we do not desire the knowledge of your ways, who is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit do we have if we pray to him? Hmm. So this is Job. And Job and many others, by the way, have too. The psalmist, hmm. we're going to get into yeah. David. Right. Why does this, why do these guys you know why does it seem like the righteous you know get a bad a bad bad end of bargain? Well, let's get a little quick backstory real quick because there may be some people that don't really know about Job. Go ahead. Okay, so Job was the Job was known as a righteous man, and yep. Satan went up to God one day and was talking to him, and God said, "Hey, have you considered my servant Job?" And he mm-hmm. just started expounding on how wonderful Job was, and. Satan's like, well, I bet I can get him to curse you. Mm-hmm. And so God said, okay, you can do anything with Job you want to, but you can't kill him. 
So Satan took that as a challenge. Uh, he killed uh, Job's sons and daughters, killed the flock, burned down the house, killed everybody but his wife, who actually said, took you know, his business. Yeah, took his business, everything. He lost everything but his wife, and his wife even told him to curse God and die. But um, so he probably he probably wondered sometimes why she didn't go too. But um, so Job had a really hard time. He did question God about why this happened. And in the end of the story, Job ended up, um, he even was sick. He had, he had all kinds of sickness and things like that. But in the end, God healed him. God restored his wealth and gave him more wealth. He had more children. He had more flocks, a nicer home, and everything turned out to be wonderful. Um, so that's the story of Job. And, and Job did question God. He did. He did. And, and we, hey, Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to act holier now. So no, I never have. No, absolutely. I know but, I have. Uh, yes. You know, Psalm 37, David gives some great details on, mm-hmm. on this. Yes. The first thing he says, he gives a command to the righteous, he, an exhortation per se. Do not envy them in verses 1 and 2 of, of uh, Psalm 37. Do not envy evildoers or unbelievers for mm-hmm. their success. Yeah. Do not fret nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon wither and be cut away. Mm-hmm. You know, we think of a wicked man eating a magnificent, magnificent dinner while a godly man goes under and goes hungry, and the wicked man eats anything and everything he wants, mm-hmm. and his table is loaded as he enjoys the meal. Then we see the bigger picture. He eats his last meal on death row. Mm-hmm. And in a moment, we'll face a terrible judgment. Mm-hmm. Now, with a, as we see the larger perspective here, mm-hmm. the godly man doesn't envy or worry about the wicked man anymore. Very true. And so I think when we look at this, we, we, we look at the unrighteous mm-hmm. and we envy them, but we do not have, our eyes do not see what's coming for them. And only... Only then, really, should we have pity, not jealousy. And, you know, some people that we envy and we think, oh, they have their life together and they've got so much of this and so much of that. You know, a lot of times our perception is not the same. And we're envying people that we should never be in. Well, I mean, we shouldn't envy anyway, but sometimes we are envying people that there's no reason for us to envy them. They're right. You're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's stated that the test is found in time. Mm-hmm. All, all the mm-hmm. apparent prosperity of the unrighteous is transient. Mm-hmm. It passes and perishes. Yes. As do the wicked themselves. That's right. Uh, so I think we, you know, we also need to put our faith in God and yes, the Lord. Yes, definitely. Verses three through eight. Trust yeah. in the Lord and do good. Mm-hmm. Dwell in the land and, and feed on his faithfulness. It gives yes. an idea of sheep mm-hmm. eating, yeah, uh, from the uh, from the field. Right. Um, delight in the Lord, who will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And when we're close with God, the desires of our heart are the desires He has for us. That's right. Absolutely. We don't pray and seek God for our will to be done. No. We seek him for his will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we're focused on him, mm-hmm. he begins to change the way we pray. Yes. And therefore, our desires become his. 
Yes, and that's that's really cool when that happens. I mean, because you can feel, you can sense it. You can sense when you're praying in the Lord's will. I prayed selfishly. I, sometimes I still do mm-hmm. because we are in this world and this body, and we don't see right the full picture that God sees. Yeah. Um, commit your way. That word "commit" there in mm-hmm. Hebrew mm-hmm. is literally "roll," as though getting rid of a burden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it becomes like a, a synonym of entrust or trust. Right. You know, he shall bring your plans to pass. Definitely. Um, Definitely. He shall bring forth your righteousness and justice. Right. Do not fret. I mean, it says do not fret. Do not fret. What does fret I like that mean? word, fret. <laughs> Be dazzled. Fret. Don't fret. Stop fretting. Stop fretting. Um, yeah. Fret is when you like really worry over something, and it's just constantly on your mind, and that's all you're thinking about, fretting, worrying. Don't be bedazzled. Bamboozled. Bedazzled. Yeah. Bamboozled. Bedazzled is when you put all those little stones on things and make it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's confused more. I guess. Yeah, I love it. Uh, don't fret. Don't fret. Don't fret. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Da, 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 so then it says, he says, rest in the Lord. Uh-huh. It speak, that, that word rest speaks of a silence, ceasing from the words of defense, self-defense. I love that. Rest. It gives a a way of having peace, mm-hmm. but being in silence, so that we're allowing God to protect us, and we're not we're not uh, giving off our self our own self entitlement. Yeah, and becoming reactionary in essence. Oh yeah, definitely. You know who else was silent before the world and those that hated him, or or those that were hostile towards him? He was silent. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to be that way. I want to go. Now, I better not say that. I mean, right. You know, sometimes you just want to really lay in the people. You want to give them your mind and you want to tell them what you think of them. Oh, yeah. Yep. But that's not. That's not godly. That's not the godly way. It's not the godly way. And, and it's not on. No. And we yeah. need to take take a page from the way Jesus reacted when he was going to be crucified. He didn't. He didn't yell and holler. And he was very silent. True. So he gives us compare and contrast with the wicked, or contrast with the wicked and the righteous. Mm-hmm. The futility of mm-hmm. the wicked. What does futility mean? Futility. I know what it means, but I can't really put it into vanity. Words. Vanity. Yeah. Vanity. Right. It's all vanity. Mm-hmm. It's like snatching the wind, trying to grab the wind. Yeah. You can't grab the wind. That's why it's vanity. Right. <laughs> so it's futile. That's I mean, right. It's futile. It's impossible, basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. So David says, the wicked shall be cut off and no more. Mm-hmm. And then he says, the Lord, those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Someone else said that. Yes. Beatitudes. Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, you know, and then it says down here, it says, the Lord laughs at the unrighteous, mm-hmm. at the wicked. Mm-hmm. Those that don't, don't follow him or reject him. Right. I mean, the wicked are not just people that are doing really, really bad things. These are mm-hmm. people that reject God. Yeah, true. Um, not, you know, in a sense, we all are. Yeah. But, uh, but you, you know, once God saves you, you are, you are separate. Yeah. Separated. 
Yes. Yeah. But definitely. it says God laughs at the wicked. Hmm. So shouldn't we be, if God laughs, shouldn't mm-hmm. we be at least refrain from being so agitated by them? That is a really good point. That is true. You know, we should, we should definitely, because I know, you know, when we say we see wrongdoing and things like that, I mean, it does make you mad, but it shouldn't. We need to realize that God has it. I mean, there's a sense we need to really pity Mm -hmm. and feel sorry for that. Definitely. Definitely. Because we were once one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, we were. And that could have been, could be us. Could have been us. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we definitely need to to listen to him and not be so distraught because, you know, in the end, God wins anyway. You know, the the despite all the weapons against the poor mm-hmm. and the righteous, mm-hmm. they will be cast down according to God, and That's they right. will be there will be an end. Mm-hmm. There will be for for get this and let this sink in for. For the believers in Jesus, Mm -hmm. this world is the only hell that we will ever experience. Wow. That's true. And for the unbelievers that reject Jesus, this world Mm -hmm. is the only heaven they will ever know. Yeah, that's really sad. So there's a sense maybe God allows their success. Because they won't ever have it again. It's a little bit of his mercy. That is a very good point. A little bit of his mercy to them. Yeah. But we want, if you're listening today and you don't know Jesus, we, we want, want you, to, you know him. to know Jesus. Absolutely. Because we if people, people that truly love people yeah. are not going to let people die without at least hearing right. the gospel. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast. We want people to know the Jesus that we know and have him as their personal Lord and Savior. Definitely. Um, and, and so the Lord, it says, <laughs> the steadfastness of the righteousness in 18 through 26 the inheritance, their inheritance shall be forever. Hmm. Heaven's not going to be boring. I know we've said this before. Right. It's not going to be, and a lot of people think, well, you go to heaven and you're just on that little cloud and you're just floating <laughs> around. With your little harp. No. No, it's not going to be like that at Matter all. Matter of fact. Yeah. Well, you know, heaven's coming down. Yeah. Yeah. And we, the Christians, will reign with Jesus. Yes. Yes, and, and he'll give us things to do to honor him. I We're not going to be just be pets yeah. there. I hope the little sai. Going to be. I know. I love our be, little sai sai. Yeah, they're going to be animals. And yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. Definitely. Um, some counsel for the righteous: depart from evil. Mm-hmm. Why does he say that to the righteous? We're, we already know that's wrong. Yeah, I know why. <sighs> well, sometimes we get tied up with things. Sometimes we fall into it. We do fall into it. Neighbors. You know, we do. And, yeah, uh, that's why he says it, to warn us. Mm-hmm. Do good and dwell in the land. So even believers, that's why, you know, in my flesh, sometimes I want to tell people what I think. Right. Yeah. But that's my flesh. And, yeah. And, and David's saying here, depart from that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, and then he says, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that he has never seen the righteous forsaken or go hungry. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Very good. Well, I want to end with this, a little illustration. Okay. Um, you know, 
many years ago. We're really at the end of the day. It's the bottom line that really matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not how a situation starts out or, or it, it's how it ends up and it winds up in the re, in, in reality mm -hmm. and reality counts. True. The old saying's true. All's well that ends well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dad used to say that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> One of the greatest basketball games ever oh. that had been played was a game between UCLA okay. and the University of Louisville. All right. It was the last year that John Wooden, the great basketball coach, won a national championship. Mm. UCLA ended up beating Louisville. All right. Is it Louisville or Louisville? Louisville. Huh, that's where we met. I'd UC say Louisville. UCLA ended up beating Louisville in an mm -hmm. overtime with the last shot of the game. Oh. But what was so fantastic was this. The only time UCLA ever was ahead of Louisville was after the last shot. Oh. Louisville led the entire game until the last shot of that overtime period. Oh, wow. Those are good games. Now, I want to ask everyone this question. Okay. Would you rather have been Louisville? who could brag about how they led the entire game, mm -hmm. or would you rather be UCLA, who was ahead at the finish? Oh, of course. The winner. And that is the Christian walk. Ah. Because this... In this world, Satan's kind of ahead. It looks like it. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But he doesn't win. We get the last shot. Jesus, Jesus is going to win. Shot. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love that. And I so we may be in. seeing the pain, right. and the sorrow, yeah, emotionally, mentally, physically, yes, psychologically. Mm -hmm. But the, but the last shot hasn't been thrown yet. I love that. I mean, we get wrapped up in in the sadness and the sickness and the hardness, bitterness, you know, of the world. But if we would just stop and really think that Jesus is getting the last shot. Mm -hmm. I love that. It would be so much better for all of us. So hopefully you will be able to take that today and think about it. If you are just in despair, a period of envy or anything like that, if you have Jesus, remember, hey, everything's going to be so much better when he comes and he gets the last basically laugh, you know, and just remember that yep. and remember that God can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory mm -hmm. for your good. Yes, absolutely. We so appreciate you listening. Please do reach out to us. Let us know where you're listening from, what you're getting out of this, and know that we appreciate you so much. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye-bye.